Hi, I'm Ali Cedeno, the founder of Women Offshore. I'm also a seafarer. Women Offshore is a 501c3 nonprofit organization supporting a diverse workforce on the water. Before we begin, I wanted to say that if you have been a victim or a witness to sexual assault or sexual harassment, you are not alone and can take action today. I encourage you to report such matters to your employer, academy, or union as per their guidelines. For example, this may be your HR partner, captain, or designated person ashore. It can be so hard to speak up, but it is a necessary step in seeking help and breaking the cycle of sexual assault and sexual harassment. This is a hard episode to have this week. I want to say that this episode contains content that may be alarming to some listeners. We advise listener and reader discretion. Please know that we do our best at Women Offshore to hold topics of sexual assault and sexual harassment with sincerity. And we hope that you'll listen in only when you feel ready and able. Please check the show notes for support resources. And please take care of yourself. So as many people know, there was a rape reported in the maritime industry. My heart goes out to the victim. You have been seen by the industry and heard. And from my viewpoint, there are key players mobilizing for large industry change. I wanted you to all know that Women Offshore is here for you and all victims of sexual assault and harassment. Since this story came out, it has been incredibly difficult hearing from women across the industry, mostly maritime graduates of similar circumstances. They too have faced sexual assault and harassment. If anyone listening has experienced a hard circumstance, please reach out. You don't have to face any of this alone. Know that we are here for you to listen, to listen as women, specifically female seafarers, and share resources for you if you need them. The industry overall is behind in supporting victims. The industry overall is behind in supporting women. And unless we really come together, unless some changes are brought forth in regulations, we will continue the status quo of victims being silenced, of sexual assault and harassment happening in the industry without consequences, and women and victims and marginalized groups being pushed out. So I ask you, what can you do? What can you do today? Many people don't know the answer to that question. They view sexual assault and sexual harassment as a woman's issue, and it's not. And if you think that, you need to rethink that statement. Because we all have a responsibility to make sure that the culture on board our vessels is safe. Safe not just from accidents, and the hazards that exist with working with machinery, but also to make sure that we are in a safe environment with each other. And this is not just a leadership thing either. Everyone has a part to play. I want you to know that the majority of sexual assaults are not reported. From the Department of Justice, Office of Justice Programs, National Crime Victimization Survey, Only 230 out of every 1,000 sexual assaults are reported to police. That means about three out of four assaults go unreported. So if you are also one of those people who believe that women primarily are giving false reports 
the data shows that that is not true. The data shows that out of the reports that are done, only 2 to 10% are false and that the majority are not reported at all. The majority of real sexual assaults are not reported. So that 2 to 10% is actually even lower. Since I started Women Offshore, I have received Me Too stories from women around the world. This is not a United States problem. This is not a maritime problem either. This is a culture problem that exists in society in every single country. You see it in our movies. I was watching a movie the other day, right? I had gotten back from offshore and I normally spend my first couple days relaxing, resting, and just decompressing from the labor-intensive hitches that I have. And I watched this movie called And So It Goes. And in the opening scene, Michael Douglas's character has a rape joke. This movie came out in 2014, which is not that long ago. And it's still being streamed on just Amazon Prime, YouTube, Google Play, and more. His rape joke is that rape is just another sign of affection. I turned that movie off. I was so disgusted. I couldn't watch it anymore. And it was just in this, these first few minutes that that joke was made. Rape is not a joke. Sexual assault is not a joke. Sexual harassment is not a joke. And when this is brought to attention, especially in the maritime industry, unfortunately, it holds women back because of the reactions from industry. And what you have are these repercussions that women face where people don't want women on board their vessels, and they specifically don't want female cadets. It's used as an excuse not to hire women and female cadets because people don't want to have to deal with sexual assault and sexual harassment issues and prevention. And I've seen this conversation on all sorts of platforms, and I've experienced it in person too while working at sea where even a coworker told me to my face that women did not belong out there and that if he was in charge, he would not have women in his fleets. Like I said, we can all play a part. We can all play a part in our lives to reduce the amount of sexual assault and sexual harassment. We can all do a part in our lives to provide support to people in general. And so what does that look like? What does it really look like? What is the plan? I can tell you at Women Offshore, we don't shy away from talking about challenges. So it starts there by having an open and honest dialogue. From our very first event to now, we always talk about our challenges because there are lessons learned in navigating those challenges and overcoming them that people, people can learn from. We need to talk about the reality of what happens and really listen to women and anyone who has been assaulted, harassed sexually, we need to listen to them and their experiences and take them seriously. I don't see sexual assault and sexual harassment really talked about at conferences. There are only a few organizations that bring this to the stage. We need to have more serious conversations around this on a larger scale. We're doing this at Women Offshore. In our conference in November, We have a whole session dedicated to sexual assault and sexual harassment, prevention, response, and resources. These are industry leaders who will be speaking on the panel, representatives from SOCP, Safer Waves, and C-Code, talking about what they're doing, what the data shows, 
what they've learned, what they're implementing, and how we can work with them to support their missions. We also need more resources around reporting, whether that's third party or more known resources within companies. Additionally, we need to move the needle. We need to get more women in the industry because it changes the culture on board and it makes a difference. We need to get to 30%. And I would love to see gender parity as well. But at 30%, that's where it makes a difference that you get to see women's true potential and what they bring to the table. This goes back to a study in 1977. Sociologist Rosabeth Moss Cantor developed the 30% tipping theory that applied the critical mass theory to women in the workplace. When you have critical mass of 30% women, women are normalized and appreciated for the skills they bring to the job. If below 30%, they are dismissed as tokens by the men around them and are not considered as equals but largely the industry stays at such a small number. There are a lot of women out there that I talk to outside the industry that say they wish they knew about this and how can they sign up. Women begging to help me find them a job. Companies need to target women in their recruiting practices. You can't just expect to put an application out there and women will apply because there are several reasons why they won't. One, they probably don't know about it because access to information is a big thing that holds women and minorities back. Women also often will not apply to something due to this confidence gap where they don't feel that they're ready. And that is something society has pushed on them throughout their entire lives, that they're not good enough. So get there. If you are a recruiter, if you are a director, VP of HR, get there. Another thing regarding leadership is diversity. It should not just be an HR thing. We need diversity-minded people in all facets of organizations. We need the CFO, the COO, any executive, any manager having diversity in mind and inclusion in mind because you can't be diverse unless you're inclusive. You can strive to have diversity numbers, but if the culture at your company is not inclusive, then you will not retain talent. We need to hear from the U.S. Coast Guard and our regulations need to change. And this is something we've been thinking about for quite a while now. The consequences for sexual assault and sexual harassment on board are minimal. This all needs to change. And if you are someone who says, I'm not in a leadership position, I am not in a position where I can make that change that you're talking about, Allie. There are things that you can do in the lower ranks. You are in the trenches, right? You are working hard day in and day out on board our vessels, moving goods around the world, working on platforms, working on offshore vessels, keeping the economy going. And you see things and you know things and you probably know of harassment and assault before anyone else does. Speak up, be the bystander that we all need. Call it out and report it when it's necessary to. And sometimes you might have to report a woman for behaving badly. Just like victims can be any gender, perpetrators can be any gender as well. There is a blueprint for men on how to be inclusive. It is a roadmap to follow. It's a book called Good Guys. I will put it in the show notes for you to download, and I can even send you the first chapter if you want it but it's an entire book 
to lead your life with, to be inclusive both at home and on board. It's shown through data, well-researched points on how to live your life, to be inclusive of all. Because if you can be inclusive to women, you can be inclusive to everyone else. At Women Offshore, we can't do this all alone. We need you. We need more volunteers. We need more support. We need staff. We need so much to have our mission fully funded and fully supporting the women within our community. We do a lot. We do so much day in and day out. And I work tirelessly during my off time and my time on board my vessel. But I am just one person and we have a small board of directors and we have one part-time employee. So if you wanna help, if you want to mentor, even if you just wanna talk, reach out. Let's have a conversation and let's change this industry together. You can reach me at Allie, A-L-L-Y, at womenoffshore.org. I'll put my email in the show notes. And I hope to hear from you soon. Thank you for listening to the Women Offshore podcast. Thank you for being with me week after week. I love this community. I love this industry, even with all of the heartache and the challenges. If you are a woman who's experienced harassment or assault, I encourage you to speak up and to report it to someone who can help you. Reach out. You do not have to soldier on alone. I know how that shame feels. And I'm telling you, you can get past at least some of it. So please reach out and help yourself. There are a lot of people out there that want to support you and you can reach out to us. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for being a part of the Women Offshore community. I'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Women Offshore podcast. What did you think of the show? Leave a rating and review an Apple podcast. Additionally, if you want to propel Women Offshore forward, please visit womenoffshore.org or womenoffshore.shop make a donation, or purchase some swag. Until next time, stay safe out there, and I'll talk to you soon.